Welcome to the Marcia Miyake Show, where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools, and tangible strategies to up-level your life, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyake, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical, research, business, and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode, my love. I'm so excited to be here today. I'm going to give you a life update and give you insight into how I prepare for plant medicine ceremony. So in the last several months, there's been a lot of things happening in my life, a lot of shifts, changes, and up-leveling, and I really see more up-leveling happening in the next weeks and months to come. So I really wanted to document this journey and really share with you what's been happening for me. So last month in May, our Monate team hit a big target. We hit Market Mentor making us one of the first founding teams in Australia. And that was huge. So huge shout out to my Monate team that really showed up and put in the work. You guys inspire me, you motivate me, and you really inspire me to be a better leader so that I can serve you guys in the way that you guys deserve. So while that happened, I was also really unwell for a period of time, a lot longer than what I'm used to um, feeling. So I don't tend to get sick. When I do get sick, it lasts maybe a couple of days. This was like a couple of weeks. And to be honest, I feel like my throat isn't a hundred percent. Like we're we're like ninety five percent. I was completely congested for several weeks, and it was it was you know a lot to handle. In addition to running my businesses and and being a mom, etc. So. But in that time, though, there was a lot of manifestations coming in quick, and I wanted to share a couple things that I'm going to uh, be doing in the weeks and months to come. So, you know, my business at the time, while I was not actively trying to grow it, it was growing very organically and naturally. And and now in this context, I'm speaking about my coaching and consulting. You know, I've been asked to speak at a lot more events. I've been asked to collaborate on a, on a bunch of projects. And I'm at a beautiful place in my business where now I'm getting to say more no's than yeses. And a couple of things that I got to say yes to that I just feel so privileged to be a part of is to be a guide for the Gaia Guide. I will put a link to their Instagram in the show notes so you can check them out. But it really is going to be a platform where you can access the very best experiences in the realm of transformation. So whether it's working with high-level coaches or transformational experiences or healing experiences, it can be hard to navigate with all the noise that there is, and especially in the online space, is how do you know if the program is going to deliver what it's going to what it says it's going to deliver, um, you know, is this a reputable company? Are they, you know, it's just, there's a lot of things to consider when you open up vulnerably to go into some kind of healing journey. And so the Gaia Guide is going to be 
where you can go find programs and people to work with and begin your healing journey or really delve deeper into your healing journey, knowing that these programs have really been vetted by us, the guides. So we have taken part in these experiences and these programs and worked with these teachers and healers so that you know that this can be you can trust these people, um, which I think is absolutely huge. You know, I'm so proud to be a part of this community and I cannot wait to share more of that with you. I'm actually going to a workshop and sound healing with them tomorrow to learn more. And yeah, this was just so in alignment with uh, what I believe and really the work that I feel that I'm put on this planet to do. I'm also going to be speaking at the Soul for Success experience with a good friend of mine, soul sister and fellow coach, uh, Petya Kolovova, and I'm really excited about that, and I'll be sharing more details on that later too, and I've been speaking at more masterminds and conducting masterclasses that I've been invited to from um, different organizations and other fellow coaches too, and so that's been really incredible. And I'm also delving deeper into my healing. So one of the reasons, you know, that I do the healing work is so that I am the clearest vessel when I channel and also that I am not in a wounded place when I work with clients. And that is so important that a coach be fully prepared and fully grounded and and embodied to be able to take their clients through this deep healing journey, which is one of the reasons why I partnered with Gaia, because I felt like there was a lot of coaches in the industry, while they were well-intended, were not able to take people through that healing journey. And we're, did, we're not fully equipped to be able to t- navigate people through that. And one of those reasons are is they have not fully done the healing work themselves. You know, just because we've done a coaching certification or just because we've done this program, just because we've studied it does not qualify us to walk, you know, someone else through that journey, nor is it nor does um, you know doing plant medicine qualify you to be a shaman, right? So it goes both ways that you have to first navigate your own healing journey to be in a place to support the others. Also, for me, the healing journey is not just so that I can support others through their healing, but it's also when I remove the layers of bullshit that have been thrown upon me through my life experiences and societal conditioning, etc., I know that I step more authentically into who I truly am and I become the most embodied and authentic leader and I am more unapologetically myself and I have been working with a shaman for the last, wow, couple of years now. I can't believe it's already been a couple of years. And, you know, I have committed to doing ceremony at least twice a year, at least. And I work with different uh, modalities. And then obviously, I, when I am able, I do other practices as well, whether it's sound healing, breath work, etc. I really take myself through the work. I would never expect my clients to do the healing work that I am not willing to do. So that's really um, 
why I do this healing work because, you know, there's two reasons to do healing work, right? So there's the healing work because you feel, which is an illusion, by the way, is that you feel broken or shattered, or you've had heartbreak, or you are holding on to, and that that story of your childhood abuse is still really present in your body. That's one reason. The other reason to do the healing work is to up level. So a lot of seven figure, eight figure entrepreneurs that I know, they after they've done the mindset work or in conjunction with the mindset work, they do these deep healing practices because that's how you're able to do those quantum leaps. So it's not that that should be your intention going into plant medicine, but that is one of the amazing um, side effects of doing that. So Anytime that I have gone into plant medicine ceremony and anytime I do deep work, whether it's like I do my own practices at home and and really like step into my fears and, and be willing to look at all parts of me in the shadow aspects as well. Every time I do that uncomfortable shit, my life becomes more peaceful. Things come to me easier. I feel better. It's just it just impacts your lives in ways that sometimes, and this is why I think, um, you know, selling a business, like being a business coach and selling a business program is, can be easier because you, you say like, you're going to earn more money and people are like, yay, more money. Like that's a, that's a tangible. But when you do the healing work and you say, you're going to feel more yourself, it's like, oh, well, what am I going to buy with feeling more myself? So it's almost like you can't see the um, the real tangible outcomes. But I'm telling you, when you do this deep work, uh, it just it changes your life in ways that you could never imagine. But a lot of times you can't quantify those things. And because you can't quantify it, our analytical 3D uh, thinking mind kind of was like, oh, well, that's not important. Let me just invest in another, like, I don't know, some kind of business program, right? Or maybe even mindset. Mindset is is easier for us to um, believe that it's going to have an impact on our life versus, you know, <laughs> breath work or doing an ayahuasca or psilocybin or womb healing. It just seems, it seems too abstract. So for me, I... I wanted to share that because I feel like I'm going through another evolution of where I am really delving more into my healing and really going down that spiritual path at the same time as building my businesses and having goals that do revolve around having some material things. And it's almost like those two things are not allowed to coexist. And I have always been a rebel um, in, in, in life. And I don't believe that I have to choose between the two. On one instance, I, you know, eat as clean as I can, you know, alkaline water. I, you know, work on my mind. i don't drink alcohol. I don't smoke. I don't do any of these. Like I really value my body, which is my temple. 
And at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I want to travel the world. I want to travel the world first class. I want to go on yachts. I want to have a beautiful car and a beautiful house. And I want to have financial freedom. And you can have both. And you can have both. And for a while, I was like, almost afraid to delve into my spirituality and and really put it out there online because I was an executive coach and oh my gosh would they think that I've gone a bit loopy um now that I'm like talking about this stuff and you know I'm meditating and I'm like you know and I channel as well and so I'm like can I share that I that my words aren't always my words my words are coming from somewhere else will they think I'm crazy, right? So there was that part. And then when I started going into the spiritual, into the spiritual community, it's like, oh, well, they judge me because I want to have the nicest car, because I want to look good, because I like, will they, where do I fit? And I was like, I don't need to fit. I never needed to fit and nor should you. And so I think the takeaway that I have for you and what I want you to reflect on is where are you allowing yourself to not be fully expressed because you feel like it will take away from another for example are you shying away from your spiritual calling delving more into the spiritual realm because you don't because you're a serious corporate woman or or an executive and you don't want to be seen as loopy or fluffy or woo-woo or are you not fully embracing your sexuality and your sensuality because you're a mom and you don't want people to look at you different like oh she's a mom and she dresses like that or she looks like that So where are you not allowing yourself to be fully expressed because you think it either taking away from one thing that you are known for or where are you not allowing yourself to be fully expressed because of the fear of how people are going to perceive you? You know, because the thing is, my love, regardless of what you do, right? Regardless if you stay in that pigeonhole that society or yourself have put you in or not, or whether you expand outward, there's going to be a cohort of people that are going to judge you regardless. Regardless. So why not be true to yourself? Because when there's a part of you that wants to be expressed and you keep pushing that down and pushing that down, you are stomping on your own self. Your soul, the soul's purpose is to expand. To expand into all the desires that you want in this life experience. And I want to give you full permission to do that. And you know, I was a, like a bit afraid about like, oh, how is how are my corporate clients, the businesses that I work with, or even some of my own one-on-one clients going to think, what are they going to think when I join a network marketing company? Will I be you know, seen as not a serious businesswoman or perceived differently because this industry is very misunderstood? 
And I was like, who are you, Mars? Who are you? Are you an embodied, confident, powerful as fuck woman? Or are you an insecure woman who cares about what other people think more than your own desires? I see my network marketing business as a very powerful other stream of income that could give my family financial time freedom in addition to my core business while being in a community that's freaking epic. So am I going to shy away from that because I'm scared of how people will think of me? And I was like, no. I'm so grateful that I have done the level of work that I have done to get to the point where I actually don't give a fuck. And you know what? I worked my tail off for 11 years studying business. Nobody can take away what's in my heart. Nobody can take away the knowledge and the skills I have in my mind. So I'm like literally giving my power away when I say no to opportunities that could be life-changing. And in the same way, that's why I so openly talk about plant medicine, because if someone in the, in the corporate world sees it as weird, then, then I'm sorry you see it as weird. But your perception of the world does, has no implication to me. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not being for everybody. I'm okay with people being like, oh, that's weird. Why would she do that? I don't get it. I'm not here for you to get me. I'm here for me to get me. And I want to give you the same advice. Is are you being congruent for you? Are you doing the things that light you up because it's for you? Or are you stuck in a career or a relationship or a friendship or a city or a country that is no longer in alignment for you, but you just are there because it's the way it's always been and because you're afraid of change? And I really want to encourage you, my love, to really reflect really reflect on where you can express more of yourself. Because at the end of the day, on your last days, you're not going to be like, oh, like I really regret losing, you know, that $500 on that course I bought. No, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I wish I had played bigger. I wish I had held my family closer. It was all the things that you didn't do, not the things that you did do that you're going to regret. And so I did say I was going to talk a little bit about plant medicine. So I will finish off with just how I prep for that. My mind is very clear at the moment because so what happens when you plan for um, plant medicine, um, I'm going to be going on an ayahuasca um, journey and I'm always quite nervous because here's the thing with plant medicine, especially ayahuasca, you have ego deaths. Like it can be, while no two ceremonies or experiences are the same, it can radically change your life. 
People have gone into ceremony and come out and decided they shouldn't be in that relationship that they're in. They need to leave that job. They need to stop that business. They need to move somewhere like this. That can be, that, that, that's a possibility, right? And I am truly so happy in my life that I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going to come up? What's going to come up? Because this is not my first ceremony. I have done a couple and other uh, plant medicines as well. And I'm like, what's going to come up? You know, I went in with the intention of healing my mother wound. I went in with the intention of healing, like, you know, my worthiness, sexual trauma, you know, like the big, the big T, right? The big T trauma. And now I'm like, I'm feeling so good. You know, what's, what's grandmother Aya going to tell me this time? Where am I going to go? Right. And so because I've experienced this a couple of times, there's a part of me that's like a little bit like afraid. And I've shared with a couple of my girls, like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm actually a little bit anxious about it. Um, because you really don't know what you're going to see and, um, I tend to get visions in it, and it was so interesting when I had the flu last month, I was getting visions, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this feels like I'm on ayahuasca, <laughs> like it was so next level. So how I prepare for it is basically for the month of June, I've been eating as clean as I possibly can and um, minimizing um, meat. Um, and then I had fish yesterday, so there will be no more because now I'm like six days out. And um, no more meat. I haven't had coffee at all. Um, even minimizing the amount of cacao that I have. And as you know, I have cacao every single day. I have two to three scoops per day. And now I'm going to... Uh, I did one today and I'm going to be phasing it out so that the last couple of days before ceremony, you have no, no kind of stimulants. And then the final days I fast, um, a couple of days before I just try to keep it to, um, smoothies or juices. And I like to set an intention of what I want to achieve. But the thing is, I don't have an intention yet. I haven't sat down for that intention yet. Um, and really just, yeah, get enough rest for it because it is, it's crazy. It can be a wild ride. And then I will on, it's happening on Thursday. So Thursday I'll be fasting and then I will have my overnight bag ready. I stay with my shaman for the night and I bring a journal and I bring, you know, some crystals and, um, I wear all white. Um, what else? I feel like there's some things that I'm leaving out, but those are the main things. It's mostly clearing up your vessel and cleaning out your body from any kind of stimulants. And today was the first day since, oh my gosh, since I got sick that I had a freezing cold shower and it was epic. I missed it so much, but I was just really wanted to be gentle on my body. And I haven't been having my icy showers since I got sick. Um, and now this weekend, I'm just going to be working and taking some time to rest and setting that intention for the plant medicine. So that is my life update guys, and how I prepare for plant medicine ceremonies, especially ayahuasca. And I'm just going to leave you with that point again, that just 
There is no limitations on who you can be in this world. Truly. And it sounds like it's a catchphrase or it's just, you know, cliche, but that the only limitations on you are the ones you put on yourself. Because even if someone else is hating on you, even if someone else is putting a limitation on you, those limitations don't matter unless you let them in. Nobody's words impact you unless there's something in you that has held onto those words and something in you that believes on some level that that's true. And I'm here to tell you that's bullshit. You are a divine being of light. That's who you are underneath all the crap that is not yours. None of that belongs to you. The trauma, the programming, none of that is you. And you get to choose today who you want to be. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, It is your birthright.